0: what is up y'all it is your girl sarah from sarah styles here i am going live today talking about uh, ebay new things how to get started on ebay new and old questions lots of learning is going to be happening today if you are new here i am a reseller on various different platforms i also do data analytics my youtube channel is dedicated to data analytics for the reseller as well as my instagram i have two dashboards available on Etsy. And I'm currently running a promo for those 50% off since we're stuck at home. No better time than to be looking at your data, analyzing your business and deciding what is going to be working for you as these turn of events happen. So links for all of that is down below as well as the women I'm about to bring on their information. The links for everything of theirs is down below as well. you want to say in the link of mine down below i am currently doing a data um, analysis on how the pandemic is affecting resellers and in order to do that i need sample data from you guys um it's like i don't know eight questions maybe and as long as you track like your gross revenue your sales and i think your categories is what i'm asking it's a quick completely anonymous survey that you can fill out um the more data that i have the better that i can look at trends and see what is happening if what is happening right now for resellers and then once i analyze all the data i will do a video on it so everyone can see it so the more data i have the better please fill that out for me like i said it is completely anonymous and then um share it with everybody that you know as well so that i can get lots and lots of data but today let's get started on we are going to be talking about ebay and i'm really excited for the two uh guests that i have today Denali, and I'll introduce them. Um, Denali is known as Al Dujo Thrift. You guys probably know her from YouTube, Instagram. She has a podcast, which is amazing. Lots of really great reseller content. And then this is my dear friend, Cheryl. I met her, I actually met her at a Passion and Sip, um, and she knows all things eBay. So she, I have invited her on here. Um, it doesn't have, you know, a big... Social media following but you don't have to have hundreds of thousands of followers to know something about platforms And that's why i like to do these lives to have different people that have good resources and have good knowledge That don't necessarily spend their time on social media. So please welcome these two ladies Um, let me check in really quickly with the chat. My husband is here as usual the first one on So we're not lonely if no one else shows up Michelle is here. What's up? Colleen's world Deborah Oh, Denali said hello in the chat. <laughs> that I'm <one> confused. So, <laughs> Daniela, oh, we love Daniela. She is doing amazing reseller boxes. So definitely, Daniela, everyone give a shout out for your Instagram handles, your closets, and everything um, in the chat as well. Daniella is doing some really great reseller boxes. Uh, Monica from Million Monica is here. She was on the channel I think last week. Great cleaning tips she gave us. All right, let's get started. Lots of really good information that we're going to have today. Um, Denali, I will start with you. Kind of tell us a little bit about how you came up with your business name, El Ducho, and then also how you got into reselling.
1: Yeah, uh, they both go hand in hand a little bit, I guess. I've been reselling as just a I don't even want to call it part time, but just side hustle since I was in middle school. And I might have a baby face, but that goes back to 1997, so it's been a little while. Um, on, eBay? on eBay, so that was the first place I started reselling. Was on eBay in '97. My first big flip was a vintage 1970s full collection of Star Wars Kenner figurines that my grandma had collected. She was a collector. And I made, that was like, I think in 99, I flipped those and it was a, a few thousand, which was super and exciting. Yeah. Like, yeah. But now, you know, great. of course the, the reseller in me is like, what would that be worth now? <laughs> I can't even, <laughs> so much more, yeah. but um, yeah, that was my first big flip. And then uh, for me, it's always been about just needing cash and then reselling to make money so you know again i sold really early on in amazon when i was in college i sold my textbooks back in like 2002 things i look back on and say gosh what if i had stuck with it
0: yeah. and you it really are like i just sold mine to the bookstore and got like the 12 dollars um, or whatever no, they. That's what,
1: that's what i did um initially and then when they were starting to tell me oh this book that you paid 150 for at the beginning of the semester that you barely cracked open, that's in mint condition, that's worth, I had some, I had one, it was an art book. It will always stick out in my head. And they said a penny. And I was like, no way. So I took it back to my dorm room and researched on there. And I saw you could sell them on Amazon, started making hundreds selling out of my dorm room, but never thought to expand beyond that, of course, because my path was always just to get a job in corporate America, which I later did in life. I did that. And then somehow I discovered the reselling community, I think, through Instagram. And once I saw that this was like a full time thing that people really did, I knew this is what I wanted to do. And I made a exit plan for my job in 2017. My last day was July 7th, 2017. And I That's started awesome. reselling. Full-time after that. I love it. My username is just my husband's username that I hijacked. Uh, (laughs) There's not like a super fun story to it because I don't have my original eBay account. And so when I took over his account, I was like, you know, it's El Ducho. And I was like, what is this from? He said it was from a movie. And I thought, okay, well, I was like, I'm going to change it to something, you know, more feminine sounding. And then the longer I sat on it, I was like, I don't know, El Ducho? It kind of sounds cool, you know? There's a little mystery to it. I Googled it and later found out it means the skilled one, which I was like, ooh, that feels ooh. fancy. But
0: yeah, there you oh. go.
1: Yeah, so there's not, you know, there's not, the fun origin story is more just like I took his it's username. Is, sorry. Yeah, which is funny because it was like, imagine whatever you have a username for like on your accounts, that was his. And I totally took it away from him. (laughs) It's mine now.
0: It's kind of funny that you say that because my brother-in-law is a reseller too on eBay and his username, he's been doing it for like 15 years now, is actually my sister's name that he just like randomly started using her account and then started doing it full time. And he's like, well, I'm not going to change it now. And so- my sister's name. He's like, oh, I don't want people to know who I am. and
1: Exactly. And a lot of times when people message me through like the eBay messaging system, they'll start it off with like, hello, sir. Or my feedback <laughs> will be like, this guy is great. And I'm like, that's <gasps> fine. If you think I'm a guy, let's roll with it.
0: It might actually be good. Because sometimes mm-hmm. there's some weirdos out
1: there. Yes, exactly. There can be weirdos. So,
0: <laughs> All right, Cheryl. So tell us a little bit about where your name came from, your business name, and then how you got into reselling.
2: Oh, so um, most people know that know me right, know I'm a nurse, and uh, one of the benefits of being a nurse is having uh, uh, shift work, where you work three 12-hour shifts and then have four days off. Yeah, part of that is for recovering, but I was always always, always looking for something to supplement my income, and uh, I had some autographed books that I had collected over the years and started selling them on eBay. and um, one of them was a signed Ronald Reagan book that I sold. It was one of my beginning sales, um, and I sold it for close to $1,400. And I said, well, there's gotta be more to this. Yeah. And so I found out about the eBay meetup, and uh, the, the day that I went to the eBay meetup, um, if you heard of Kathy Terrell, She's really big in New York, and she does a lot of social media stuff, too, and she happened to be calling in. And so we were getting ideas on what to sell, and someone said, well, mugs. And I said, mugs? Like coffee mugs? So I needed to get the experience of how to list, take a picture, shipping. Um, I met um, a woman, Lynn. I don't know if she's listening, but she was going to try to. Um, and she's retired and a retired accountant. And so she was my go-to person when I first got started. And so it's been about five years now. And And did
0: you start with mugs?
2: But I started with mugs. That's funny. So Cheryl
0: and her both sell mainly like shoes and purses. I mean, some other things, but that's like really our true passion. I cannot imagine you selling mugs.
2: (laughs) Well, the reason why I picked mugs was uh, you know they're a dollar, a dollar fifty. Yeah. So Maybe if it doesn't sell, you're you're out a dollar fifty. Well, I mean there are Starbucks mugs out there that are worth a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean there are just anyway. It was a good practice, and then, and then it just morphed into finding a niche, which I really think um, is important on eBay. Um, the more you sell of something, the more you're gonna sell of something. So especially, I think it likes having that cycle of shoes and handbags, and I kind of keep it that way. Um, I'm not really sure. I I think I started to look at um, nursing shoes because I know a lot about nursing shoes and what nurses like, and dance goes are really popular, and you find them everywhere. Of course, you gotta make sure they're in good condition, but that's one of my rules. I only buy things in good to great condition. Um, and then it just morphed into, to the point where I was making more money selling online than I was in a, as a nurse. So in December of 2019, um, I quit my job because I needed a break. Uh, I wanted to go back. I work in the operating room, which can be somewhat stressful. Um, ironically, I'm off of medical leave right now because I had knee surgery. So I. I'm going to go back at the end of the month, but my timing was perfect with everything going on. Yeah, I know.
0: I would not want to be. i um, everyone who is out there doing what they need to do, right? Yeah. Now, but I'm. So, so
2: I when I took six months off and I uh, ramped up my business a little bit, and then I went back part time after six months. So now I only work 20 to 24 hours a week um, in the operating room. I can go in and I can really be. Um, really present and not exhausted and happy. Uh, to wanting to do take care of patients, because I don't have to worry so much about working a 12 hour shift, which is so exhausting. Yeah, which is
0: that you were it's amazing that you were both able to supplement and then Denali with you completely get rid of your corporate America or traditional income. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's get into eBay, because I think we could probably just talk reseller things all the time. Let me check Uh in um, with the chat. I'm trying Denali is actually doing a better job. She is a pro at this checking in with the chat. I'm trying to navigate and learn how to I got that. you don't worry <laughs> thank you I'm getting better I was on Queen B's um, channel the other day and she did a really good job so I had to try and get better about it um oh Tori is here from girly Girl files talking about um, Daniela sold all of her uh, reseller boxes which is amazing um, they also have a podcast too. everyone drop your links and podcasts all of that down Below for sure. Um, let us know how you, as Anali said, how you got into um, reselling and your how you got your user base. I think it really tells a lot about. Just gives you a little bit of history about who you are. And there's Ashley's here. Bill is here. Thank you, everybody. Um, <laughs> Bill says his too easy for mine. His YouTube name is Top notch. Barely um, styles so like Hub. <laughs> um, and I, I joke, my husband's on all of these chats, I joke that he needs to change his name to Sarah Stiles Hubs. Okay, um, I wanted to ask you Denali, cause uh, Cheryl mentioned quickly that she thinks that it's helpful to have a niche on eBay. Do you find that's the same or do you think that it matters?
1: Um, that- you know, that probably could be true. And I just haven't tapped into it. Um, I, I mean, I primarily sell clothing. When I first started reselling, I actually thought, I was like, oh, I love vintage items, whether they, they be clothing or hard goods. I thought that's what I'm going to sell. And then I realized that's not what I want to sell, <laughs> to put it nicely. It's just harder. And I, I wasn't sure that I had the sort of eye that I thought I did. And so that's when I started selling more modern clothing. However, that I do still pick up vintage clothing because it's just like a sweet spot for me. Like I love it. It's just that's what appeals to me, you know visually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I sell primarily clothing. Doesn't matter if for the most part, if it's women's, men's, or children's, however, again, it's primarily women's. Um, But, you know, under current circumstances, you can find my eBay store looking a little more diverse. I'm adding anything that I'm finding in my home that I deem to be valuable because I'm, you know, I'm finding that. Items that aren't clothing are selling pretty well right now. So I think
0: that's kind of the climate that we're in. Um and I think so I follow a daily refinement on YouTube as well. And I know he mentions quite often that having kind of a niche or just really knowing what you you can be an expert in it. And so I don't know if it's an eBay thing for him or just like you can be an expert in. Something, But I know he sells a lot on eBay, too. Um,
1: I, mean, I think it helps to find whatever you want to list in general as a retailer because you can buy all the most valuable items, but if you don't care to list them in general, that's oh, half the gosh. battle.
0: Oh, yes. There's definitely that. It for sure cannot sell if it is on your floor. Yeah. Um, okay. So you guys, have i both heard you say that you prefer eBay. Um, Cheryl, you've told me numerous times, and Denali, I think in a podcast I heard you say it maybe. Um, why? And I don't, I don't want this to be like dismissive of the other platforms and like talking bad about them, but like, why do you prefer eBay over other
2: platforms? You always hear a cha-ching. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that's why I, when you sell something on other platforms, you don't get that, that addicting cha-ching. It's really funny, but no, that's not really why, but um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think for me, it's, it's, there's a little bit of loyalty because that's how I got started. And, um, I don't, yeah, I, there's, it's easy for me. It's easy to list. Um, I use my app. I don't use, um, the website. I mean, I, the only reason why I use the website now is that when I cross post to other platforms, I have to use, uh, I have to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm just, com- I think it's a comfort now. Um, and you know, with things changing so much, it's, it's important also to cross post because I feel like there's so much more competition out there, yeah. uh, with other people getting online and selling. And so with with what's going on in in the world today um i have the time and i've you know decided to go and list on other sites uh i don't know if what i started on Mercari, and um that's a pretty easy place to list too so i guess um with ebay it's 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 more about a, a loyalty for me that's how i got started and i've been to the ebay open several times and just meeting other sellers it's just it's it's amazing to connect with everybody and there's a good presence in denver with the ebay meetup group um and so that's probably the majority i I, we don't
0: have to get into financials because if you guys don't want to but you know i know you sell more on eBay. I mean, you. I do. I sell. You're on Poshmark a lot, too. you sell more on eBay. Denali, are you making? I mean, like percentage wise, eBay is like your main.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I sell on eBay because, in my opinion, in my experience, that's where more buyers are. So for me, that's where I want to focus my attention. Um, if I, I could never have become a full-time reseller only selling on Poshmark. Um, Poshmark replaced my full-time income that I was making at my corporate human resources job. There's no way I could have made that income on the Poshmark app. Um, you know, additionally, when I look at full-time resellers in the community, um, I'm not sure that there's a lot of people who can support themselves on a Poshmark only income. Yeah, uh, I've wondered. Yeah. yeah, there's probably like five people, and we could probably name them all <laughs> right here. <laughs> it's always the same five people. And those five people have worked really hard to establish themselves and build their businesses up. And it's amazing. Um, but I think otherwise, if you want to resell full time, it's really important to be multi platform. And eBay is probably going to be included in that. And oftentimes, you know, uh, when people. Once they start eBay and if you successfully work the eBay system, most people end up gravitating towards that platform because they see like, oh, yeah, there is there's more money over here um yeah but people are surprised um especially when i first started doing my what sold videos i think it shocked people because i you know maybe my video title would be like $2,500 in sales and i'd start the video off i'd be like this week i did $2,200 in sales on ebay and i did 300 on poshmark and people would be like huh you know like they're like we Hold on. Wait, say that again. You know, a very small percentage of my sales sometimes, you know, it can fluctuate. I can have a really amazing week on posh sometimes. But for the most part, um, I am a primary, primarily eBay seller. And I like to call Poshmark the icing on my cake. You know, it's just like, oh, this is fun. Like I get a little extra money selling over here. I treat other platforms similarly, like Tradesy or Etsy or something like that.
0: So would you say time-wise you're spending the same amount of time on all of them now, or you are getting more from eBay because you guys are spending more time on eBay? Um,
1: well, we're refocusing our efforts. I think, you know, you know, if a Poshmark seller is putting a hundred percent of their time on Poshmark, we're putting a hundred percent of our time on eBay. So, you know, I have previously worked one-on-one with other resellers in the community and They've all been Poshmark sellers who want to move over to eBay. And I tell them, you have to take the time that, whatever you're spending on Poshmark, if that's, you know, if you were doing 90% Poshmark, 10% eBay, we're about to switch that. It's 90% eBay, and it's going to be 10% Poshmark. So that's,
0: yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. Because I'm actually the opposite right now. And I see the allure in eBay, and I want to get there. And we're going to learn all the tips and tricks that you guys have for new people. Um, to get there, but mine is eBay is the icing on the top, and Poshmark, I, I understand how it works really well that I can work that system. Um, mm-hmm. let's check in with the chat a little bit. Tori says those five people also have other street, streams of income, she would imagine. Um, the five people that are mainly sellers, um, and I would probably agree with that. If I'm oh, yeah, people that Denali is, um, yeah. also diversifying whether it's cross platform or mm-hmm. you know, social media or whatever. Um, Right. i started on posh and have more sales on posh so posh is my boo ebay is growing on me quickly because denali um deborah prefers ebay like denali i just think there are more eyes on my product so i feel it is only logical to spend more time on ebay um it seems like a lot of people are seeing the lure in ebay especially oh, leslie from resellers passion is here for hey, leslie um and i think Denali, you get it. There's more eyes on it, and I think I'm an analytics person. Um, I feel like eBay supports the reseller better, providing Mm -hmm. analytics, providing tools like I can send an offer in 30 seconds to everyone who has a watcher, not spending hours. But that's not why we're here. We're learning. We are here.
1: I do want to say. I mean, if you're an analytics person. There's no better platform, I would say, than eBay because the wealth of information that they provide to their sellers. I mean, when I, again, work, when I've worked one on one with people, you know, I'll, once I have them sign up for like a store subscription, which not being paid to tell you this, but right now, if you're not an eBay user and have a store subscription, I believe they're offering three month free subscriptions during this trying time. It's a really great time to start. but when once you start a store subscription, you open it up and you're like, look at. I mean, Cheryl will agree with me. The it, amount of data we get yeah. it's actually, it's too much for me. Like I don't want it all. I <laughs> but if there
2: was something too. like two hundred thousand free listings, like who can actually oh, yeah. do
1: that? For ex- yeah, for existing yeah. Us- users <laughs> right now, um, we're getting it was fifty thousand for April and fifty thousand free listings for March. So the response from eBay during like this time has been. Supportive. they've been
0: very supportive some of the other platforms their efforts i don't think are supporting the resellers um Mm -hmm. so much
2: yeah
0: so let's talk about you mentioned a store um i i want to kind of tailor this to a new ebay seller um someone who is thinking about going to ebay or someone who just started ish on ebay um a store do you get a store what do you why do you get a store what are we doing with the store here? Yes, on a store, no on a store, and then why?
2: Well, I mean, I'll, I I think so, because there are the the real basic one, I have the one above the basic, I can't remember which one it is, yeah. with the 250 mm-hmm. free yeah. listings. So yeah. I have that one, but I always go over that. Um, there, there are so many benefits to it. You get, um, if you're going to list and and go for it, um, you might as well get the. Do you have that one, Sarah? Do you have that? I have a
0: store, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many I have. Um, I think I'm probably the basic, maybe, okay. but I think whatever I have, there's one even like below like the that. basic.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: it's called the starter.
2: That's right. There you go. I don't think I have,
0: I don't know what I have. Whatever I have is working for now.
2: I think that. The
1: basic is better than the starter. You get a little bit more for not a whole lot more money because starter is only like 4.99 so it's really appealing I think for people to be like, oh only five dollars a month. but the basic is only twelve dollars a month and you get a lot more listings and I think you get a little bit I think you maybe qualify then for like the quarterly shipping coupon yeah, which, which is nice. Which is nice. It's not huge, but it hel- helps offset the cost of the subscription. And I always yes. tell people well, when they're like, oh, $20 for a store, I'm like, sell one pair of American Eagle jeans. That pays for it. Yeah. Well, and
0: yeah. with the shipping supplies, the lower packages, you get less. But like you have to buy shipping supplies anyway. So that's totally. what I mean as mm-hmm. well. And if you go there and you can't sell like you said one item in there like you are going to make that money back yes it's It's investing in business yeah it's a bigger audience it's international um as well okay so store is a yes different packages um and you can always upgrade because i started i think at the bottom and they let you upgrade at any time too which is nice As you're starting like start bottom and then see what works for you um let's talk the different fees because i think that's what kind of gets really complex If you are coming from a different platform, you know, Poshmark is like 20% off the top. Macari is what, like 10% and they take it off the top. It's not Mm -hmm. eBay. I still don't fully understand an invoice and I'm just hoping that they're doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about the different fees that are in place with an eBay listing, kind of how that works. Um, Well,
1: there's, a listing fee potentially if you're out of free listings. So like Cheryl mentioned she gets 250 free per month, but if you go over that, so to 251, then you have to start paying per listing. Um there is Do your relistings count like
0: if you were to like sell a similar that counts against you. Yeah. Yeah, so
1: sell similar is going to count as one of your listings. There's a final value fee. So eBay takes the final percentage of your item based on the category you're selling in. And every category has a different percentage, just to make that nice, clean, and easy for you, right? (laughs) Make it even more confusing. Um, There are um, marketing fees, potentially, if you're choosing to promote your listings. Mm -hmm. So, And those can fluctuate based on what you've decided to promote your listings at. There's PayPal fees. <laughs> yeah. There's shipping fees. <laughs> There's fees on eBay, no,
0: but there, it is complex. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. it ends up sure. being lower, still probably a little bit lower than Posh and or competitive with it.
0: I would say competitive for me. Are you finding Denali your percent is usually lower than twenty percent?
1: Um, I you know I haven't. Yeah, dove that much into it, but I, I have to think it's I'm paying lower. And what about I, think, you?
2: I think when when I prom I've been promoting a lot, and I've been using the trending rates that they recommend. And when I use that, I'm pretty much around the twenty percent.
1: Yeah, with promoted listings, yes.
0: And that's yeah. what I am, and that's one of the questions I was going to ask. So we can get into that because I'm and I'm wondering. For you guys out there in the chat as well um monica says the invoice is so confusing um i get one every month and i want to look at it and i try and it is very confusing Mm -hmm. um i do promoted listings and with that i'm in around 20 percent in Mm -hmm. a given month um But I think for me, just starting, I have to do promoted listings to get that exposure. Um, so I want to know your guys' thoughts on whether you do promoted listings, why you do them, and what your thoughts are on the promoted listings. And explain what a promoted listing even means for people who don't know eBay.
2: You can probably explain it a lot better, Denali, than I can.
1: I don't don't know. I'll try. (laughs) Uh, I mean, basically, you're paying to get yourself like to the top of the page. Uh, and it's featuring you twice, so you're paying to have your item bumped to the top of search. Because right, if you have a Banana Republic dress, congratulations. So do a hundred thousand other sellers. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so you're paying to get yourself up higher, and then it also keeps you in that search. So when people are scrolling down, they see you again. So you're not you're seeing not once
2: but twice. I didn't, I didn't know that. That's yes. Yeah. Right. Well, I thought they more. changed some of that. Oh, did they? They did. I I think so. I mean, we can sometimes I see my item if I have it promoted showing yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes just once. So maybe oh, it depends on the percentage you use. Uh, but there was some talk about how um, people were getting buyers were getting confused, thinking that you had the same item for sale twice, so that they wanted to do away with it. So I don't know if it happens all the time now. Yeah. Because it can be confusing to a buyer right. looking for Dansko and and there's my listing showing up twice. And I've had mm-hmm. people, buyers email me, message me on eBay saying, uh, do you know you have this listed twice? Mm-hmm. But I didn't, of course. Yeah. And then there's some question about it in the listing. It says sponsored. And so people are like, well, what does that mean? You know, is this is this sponsoring a big company, you know, and I want to do the small seller and that might be, you know, something that they're not really crazy about buying from. So there was talk about getting rid of that sponsor in there, but I know that still shows up, but yeah. If anyone
0: in the chat has anything to add to that since we're not, uh, I have no idea. (laughs) And I actually should probably, cause I promote all my listings go and like, research mine and look at mine. Um, So Cheryl, you said that you're starting to promote yours. Denali, do you promote yours? And if so, when, if it's not all the time?
1: Yeah, so I'm like Cheryl, I like to promote at the trending rate. Um, And the reason I like to do the trending rate is, excuse me, I feel that I know sometimes people will be nervous and they'll say, oh, well, I'm only going to promote at, I'm going to promote all my listings at 3%. Let's just throw out that number, right? Because they feel like it's a nice low number and they can control it. But, you know, there is like in my head, my logic, I'm like, yeah, but what if the trending rate is only 1% for the item that you're trying to sell and it sells through promoted listing? You just overpaid 2%. Yeah, right. So that's why I don't go with a fixed rate. But you can choose to do that. I also feel like if you're promoting so low at like 1%, percent, you're probably not really being seen. Um, and I have worked with uh, eBay sellers who have promoted at a really low rate. And I'm like, okay, let's go into your the marketing tab. Let's look at your promoted listings. And the reality is, they're never getting really picked up. Because their promote their trend or their rate is so low that they're really not you're not really playing in the sandbox with the rest but of the kids. Play you're paying for nothing really. Yeah, exactly. And you're only paying for your promoted listings um, when people click through that promoted. If they find you via promoted listing, that's when you pay. You don't just pay every time somebody clicks on it. That's not oh, how it, it works. When yeah, they, they buy it. it.
0: When yes. they buy uh,
1: yeah. it, correct. If they buy it, viewing it as a promoted item, that's when you pay. If they point. find it organically, otherwise, you don't pay. Right.
0: Yeah. Which is, I like. And that makes me more willing to <clears throat> promote all of my listings because they don't. And eBay, you have the data so you can look and see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing things, too.
1: Listings. That's the mm-hmm. thing too. If you look at like, I'm sure if Cheryl and I looked at our Promoted listings and how it's benefited us in the past thirty days. I mean, the the proof is in the pudding because if I opened up my promoted listings right now, it you know in the last thirty days, and I'm just going to base this off numbers that I've seen in mine in the past. I didn't look at it today, but it it would probably say I've spent three hundred dollars in promoted listings, which some people might be like, (gasps) like scary, but it's it's grossed me three thousand dollars in sales.
0: I was going to say that made me excited because I'm thinking how much. Gross, right? That's
1: what you're paying. Exactly. So it's like, well, would you trade 300 for 3000 every day of the week?
2: Yeah, for sure. And the other other thing with promoted listings, too, is just because you have the item promoted doesn't mean that it's actually going to sell through promoted listings. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they figure that out, but um, I always like, after I have a sale, I want to say, oh, did it sell through promoted? You know, how much am I going to be charged? And And they'll tell tell
1: you. Yeah, it'll show like when you go, you click on like your sold items that you need to ship out, like it'll tell us it'll say promoted or if it's not promoted, it won't say promoted.
0: And if you look at the analytics, too, there's a chart that tells you which ones were promoted. Um, and for me, like all of them are promoted because I'm new and I haven't like got all of this team going. Um, so Melissa says she's new to reselling. I'm so excited for this. Um, so you don't need you don't do the option piece of it. Do you recommend just the buy it now?
2: Um, how do you guys, I, I only do buy it now. I think auction and Denali, you can, you have more vintage stuff that might be more, you know, more applicable to auction than what I have, but all my stuff is buy it now. Um, there's been some conversation about having a few auction items might be good for eBay to notice you more, but I don't do any auctions. I mean, pair of dance goes they're not i mean a lot of people do it but they sell dance goes for 15 bucks because yeah. you know there's so many out there it's not an, an a unusual item
0: so, so like high is something that there's going to be a low demand for that could probably drive up the value it's kind of insane, right you yeah we do an auction um and what it, so buy it now i'm going to get to you in a second and see what you do but with the buy it now do you do best offer or do you do just flat buy it now
2: So um, with everything going on the last few weeks, um, my sales have have been slower than normal, and I decided to put everything on best offer. And um, I'm still getting sales. I'm not, my volume isn't as high as it was this time last year, uh, but I expect that to change once things get back to whatever our new normal is going to be um but uh right now i'm doing all best offer and i remember in the beginning thinking i would never do best offer i want this for that price but what i did with that was i don't have free shipping anymore so that gives them a little bit me of wiggle room where instead of having a set price, including shipping. Now I changed everything to best offer and, um, a flat rate for shipping, depending on how much the item weighs versus calculated because calculated can be really high. If I'm going to sell something from Colorado and something two or three pounds to Florida, it costs them 13, $14 in shipping, but we get that discount. You know, ship printing the shipping label from eBay, yeah. and so I just, I just picked a random number of like nine ninety five for the heavy items. Yeah, um,
0: and we'll get to shipping in a minute because that gets complex too. Um, let me check in with the chat. Oh, Posh Posh Blake, that's like a mouthful to say. <laughs> um, he just joined the chat, and Greta is asking what you were drinking, today.
1: <laughs> it's true. I'm drinking a White Claw. I woke up from a nap and to start decided I would start drinking since it's five. So.
0: I would say it's five o'clock somewhere, but it's actually five. O'clock. It literally is five o'clock in, in <laughs> Seattle now.
1: So, um, but just to answer your question about uh, auctions versus buy it now, I primarily do it buy it now. However, when I, if I'm looking to clear out items, that's when I do auctions and I'll progressively start the auctions lower and lower each week if items aren't selling. So maybe it'll start at like $8.99 and whatever doesn't sell that week maybe i'll run it the next week at 7.99 just to move items out because with your store subscription you are allotted a certain number of auctions so for me it's like it's already included in my in what i'm paying
0: um and those
1: are going to be items that i'm probably just going to either re-donate or send to ThreatUp because they're not selling um and then i feel like there was a part two of what you guys were saying too about Um, sorry what best offer Oh yeah. So I, I use best offer on all my items. Um, but I, I don't do free shipping. So I'm kind of like the opposite of Cheryl in that way. Um, I do, and I don't do calculated shipping similar to Cheryl, how I just offer a flat rate. And I started doing that after I started selling on Poshmark and I was like, wow, they've got buyers paying almost $7 for shipping over here you know, and they don't seem to mind. So I don't charge necessarily $7 for shipping, but I have a few different levels and I know other sellers who do this. So I have like a $5.99 shipping. I've got a $4.99, $3.99. And as you become more comfortable and experienced with sell, uh, selling on eBay and kind of knowing what, you know, what something weighs, like, oh, this is a first class item. This is probably going to cost me like three bucks to ship. Well, you, you know, I mean? money on shipping, essentially. Or it's Sometimes. No, no. Sometimes I lose. Like it comes out in the, it comes out in the wash. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, jeans, jeans are over a pound and I can get those into a priority mail flat rate envelope. And that's about six something. So I charge, it's like, you know, almost six, nine. Well, it's over $7 technically with the post office. eBay does giving us, give us a shipping discount. So I charge about $6.99. And it comes okay. out roughly to about $699. Sometimes I mess up on an item, like a pair of jeans, and maybe I'll put it at $5.99 and it'll be $6.99. So those are the times where it's like, uh, I maybe somebody got overcharged a little here and then somebody got undercharged a little right. here.
0: So why do you do the fly rate instead of just letting that calculate then?
1: Um, because I'd have to sit there and weigh every item before I needed to ship it, and that is not a like the best use of my time for me, I just weigh it after the fact when I do my shipping. Um, and like I said, as you become more comfortable with shipping, you kind of just know what stuff is probably going to weigh and what it's going to cost you.
0: Yeah, I just make yeah.
1: numbers. You yeah. just what? I just make up the weight. I'm like, like eh, that's probably like an
0: ounce and a half. <laughs> and then yeah, I, go I mean, off a little, usually in my favor because I go above.
1: The number one thing I would just say in general is, and I know you said we get to shipping, but you know people are price, price people are price sensitive when it comes to shipping. Um, so you really want to make sure if you're coming over from Poshmark and you're so used to using Priority Mail, don't just slide into Priority Mail because it feels comfortable and warm and safe for you. Um, make sure that you're learning how First Class Mail works because you know you're going to scare people off from buying a tank top from you for seven ninety nine padded flat rate shipping or whatever it is when it mm-hmm. could be sent for three dollars and forty nine cents.
0: And I've noticed too the first class uh, shipping usually the day that arrives, the end date is usually the same as
1: priority. Sometimes priority will be Oh it like- gets they're so yeah. fast. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, um, first like class
1: mail still goes so quickly. Yeah. It's still like two to three days.
0: Yeah. Something, and I'm not a pro by any means. This is why why we have this too. But something that I've been doing, I have a lister who helps me and she's been on eBay and she suggested um, giving options. So I do, you know, a calculated and then a flat rate envelope or box, depending on what it fits in. So then they can do is, hey, you know, I live right down the street from you. The calculated is not going to be that much for me. Or here's a flat rate envelope. Um, And then if I know, I don't sell a lot of, first-class items because I do a lot of like purses and shoes and stuff. Um, But I will have that as an option. And then also a priority mail if they want that added insurance. Yeah.
2: One Uh, of my favorite, one of my favorite um, things to use is the padded uh, flat rate envelope. mm -hmm. I believe it or not, I put a ton of shoes in in them. Yeah. You can. Yeah.
1: Or like (laughs) Cheryl, don't you feel so proud of yourself when you can like stuff a jacket in there? (laughs) Like when or you're doing a, that
2: thing, or a size 41 Dansko shoe. I mean, yeah. that's crazy.
0: You're like yeah. you're pulling it up and taking it. Do you ever find because I, coming from mainly pods, you know, I tend to get like a bigger box and I'm like uh eh, Like it doesn't matter. Do you ever get like bad reviews or something negative when someone's like, you shoved this into my, okay? Because that's something no. like, and, like, you bought a $100 coach purse. I don't want to, like, shove that into a no? – Well, okay. yeah, I
2: mean, I think with a coach purse, I might take care a little bit more than uh, – Shoes are so sturdy. I mean, I've never – not one. Not one. And I, I – So –
1: No, i have never. I'm with Cheryl. Nobody's ever complained because the way I look at it is just that, right, we're competing with Amazon. And the number one thing people want is they want to hit submit order and for it to magically appear. So in my opinion, um, beautiful packaging is super awesome. And I know it's appreciated out there. However, People just want their items now. And so the fastest I can package it up and get it to them for the best rate that I can charge between the two of us that makes sense, that's mm-hmm. the way I believe people want items delivered. And I would agree. I've done uh, data
0: analytics on that, asking different resellers how they package, and the pretty ones don't get any better. It doesn't really matter, essentially, is what might. My- yeah, and
1: I tried doing it at one point.
0: Yeah, if you want to, go for it, but it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, when I did that sort of stuff, cause I was like, Oh, that's cool. People are like using cute poly mailers and they do these thank you notes. When I first started, I was like, I'm gonna do that too, because that just seems like what I should do. And then it didn't it didn't do anything. I didn't get any nice notes, like nobody left good feedback. No. Like the feedback <laughs>
0: Time and money because you are having to buy those. Although mm-hmm. I do have thank you notes from eBay. Let me check in with the chat. I get so yeah. like into you guys <laughs> that I forget. Oh, uh, Tori said Blake's live is to- what day is today? Today's Tuesday, I think. Blake has a live tonight. Um, we're so- not
1: competing with him. He's at he's at seven thirty Pacific Standard Time, so uh, we're good.
0: <laughs> okay, I wanted to well, girl, like, I can't even keep straight what day it is. Um, so <laughs> I'll go to his channel later. Um, he will be having a live over there, and I think he's having um. Why
1: can't jack and, jack and ryan and then nick from nci resell
0: i can see their instagram pictures <laughs> in my head but i can't remember oh, he has 7 PM.
1: okay 7 p.m
0: oh 7 p.m um pacific
1: uh let's see
0: um do to do Uh, Tori from Girly Girl Style say, oh, they're talking about steamers. She got a steamer. She got an Instapot. I love my Instapot. Tori, (laughs) if you need um, recipes, it is like a mom's best friend. Like I cook an Instapot all the time. It makes amazing rice and um, hard-boiled eggs. Uh, This is such a helpful temp Denali. I don't do eBay, but Etsy has the same. I weigh everything, and it takes so long. Um, I do a lot of padded shipping on Etsy because most of my stuff fits in a padded shipping on there. Um, oh, that's what you just said, didn't I? Keep going down. You said you do the flat rate
1: there. Um. Liz said, Liz brought up a good point, Shop El Marnell. She said, positive feedback almost always mentions fast shipping. And that's what I'll say. If you look at like my feedback, right? If we look at Cheryl's feedback in her store, it probably said like, item, something, something to the effect of item arrived quickly or, no. item arrived in promised condition shipping was so fast like truly like that is what people want yeah want you to just I send. every
2: class. feedback i have says mentions how fast shipping is whether it's first class or priority yes yeah,
1: same it doesn't matter how i send it and the priority the majority sorry of my items are sent first class and people say extremely fast shipping oh, yeah. don't
0: ever be afraid of first class i get nervous um on that because i want to to note, someone did ask a question on Instagram, how to start making sales when people won't leave feedback. Um, Because as a new seller, and I noticed until I got 20 feedbacks, it was Mm -hmm. super slow. And it's still slow. Um, But once I hit that 20, and so do you guys have any suggestions? Yeah feels uncomfortable to like stock them but if you have any suggestions to yeah, don't
1: don't poke a bear first off so if if you're if you're not getting feedback do not message people and ask them for feedback because you will open a can of worms that you potentially don't want to mm-hmm. um my suggestion would be to start making purchases on ebay i think you're mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're supposed to do is you're so if you buy toilet paper. That's a hot commodity. Right. But buy it on eBay or, or if you buy, buy it, it's probably like a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. So don't buy it now. But like two months ago, it was a good purchase. Um, Or if you have to buy, you know, some clothes for your kids, buy it on eBay. If you need poly mailers for your business, all your business supplies are on eBay. So buy them there. Um There's really, you know, that would be the best piece of advice is to just start go going and buying items because you're essentially just buying feedback.
2: Yeah. One, yeah one thing i did too because i don't know if i haven't been selling as long as you have denali my, i've been about five years and uh what i do i actually pay attention to when my item is delivered mm-hmm. and i'll leave feedback when i know it's delivered oh like to them to them, them. so, so they'll see So bad about
0: leaving feedback for other
1: people. yes so- oh i've got mine on auto
0: can you do auto oh,
2: okay oh i don't have mine on auto Cause I auto when they receive it or auto just Uh, the minute,
1: the minute they pay it auto gives them feedback. Okay. Yeah. So does that mean that, you know, in a very rare circumstances, things can go sour and I left somebody who's potentially not a nice buyer, positive feedback. Yes. That 100% happens, but that is like, that's not worth the time, the trade-off in time, right? And time is money to sit there and go for me to leave the feedback all the time. So it is an option in your store to just go and have auto feedback set up. You can choose, you can create your own auto feedback if you want, or eBay has five different options that they'll just randomly apply each time somebody purchases.
0: Um, and that's smart. And. Uh, F i don't know how to say that name um it says especially those large supply stores on ebay they give you instant feedback upon re- uh, purchase so they yes. probably have it set at auto too so if you're going to go buy from someone buy from one of those bigger stores and you will likely get auto feedback yeah, yeah. so
1: yeah immediately like when i order my supplies from ebay shipping supplies feedback there's, i'm like wait you can't see my fingers it's immediate you no. can even there's there's things i um If you're just looking to straight up buy feedback and you don't want to buy an item, I'm not telling you to do this, but a tip that you can do (laughs) is go on eBay and search like one penny or 99 cent digital images. Oh. So you can buy a a 9 by 10 digital image of a beautiful, you know, scenic scape in Denver, possibly. And you'll see in the listing description, it'll say, um we provide immediate feedback so essentially what you're buying is feedback That's for a dollar or a pen sometimes they go for less sometimes there's like 50 cent ones or something like that so have you heard because
0: someone told me 20 I maybe it was terrible, told me once you get to 20 you get kind of a bump in the algorithm are there other ones as well that you guys have heard because my sales are still so slow
1: well <laughs> i mean in terms of the algorithm you know to get a bump in the algorithm you know the algorithm. This is folklore, right? I don't have I don't have a signed contract saying this is true, but most eBay sellers will agree or know this piece of information. eBay works. eBay's algorithm works on like a like a thirty day look back in in a way. So the work you do today, if today you're like today, I'm going to start going eBay full force. You are not going to see the fruits of your labor for thirty days. And it, I tell people it's like a bad diet for thirty days. You are going to work. Hard and it's going to suck, and you're going to feel like in week three you're not seeing any results, and you don't want to do this anymore. But if you give up, you will put like you will throw to waste all of the work you have been doing, and it's really not until that fourth week that you're going to be like, oh, I'm starting to see
0: consistent sales. And maybe it's part of it's what's happening now. But I'm talking; I've been on for six months. Like I'm all about. Do you you list new items every single day? Mm -hmm. How many? Um between three and five the past month, I've been doing 10 every single, I take that back. Sometimes on the weekends, I do not, but I do between three and five, usually go through to five. Oh. I've, been doing, I've been doing 10 recently, trying to cross- So oh, that's
1: the problem right there. So, and I mean this politely, I'm just yeah, not- no, 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 no. But, but, but what you're doing is inconsistent work. So you're doing three to five, right? So that's a variance. Then sometimes you're doing 10, where's my hand? Sometimes you're doing 10. And then sometimes you're doing none at all. So you need to put be putting in consistent work every single day. Like when eBay sellers say no days off, like they mean it, you have to do work every single day and it needs to be consistent. So really choosing like, no, I'm going to do 10 listings and I'm going to do 10 listings every day. Those are going to be published every day, not three days. One day it has to be every day. Do.
0: yeah okay so I let me ask because i know you can schedule your listings is that good or bad
1: um i wouldn't necessarily recommend doing that unless you want to pay that 10 cent fee
0: oh it's a fee to do it yeah it's a fee
1: mm-hmm. so yeah. what what's better to do what a lot of ebay sellers will do and there is a me- there is a little trick with this the scheduled ones that um i that some friends told me about but essentially you want to like be building up work in eBay, and I don't I'm guessing Cheryl probably maybe does this as well in that um, building up a lot of drafts so doing future work so that on yeah. days where it's like Saturday and you're like that's my day with my family and my kids I don't want to sit here and build 10 listings that you already have 10 listings ready that you can just log into the app from your phone when you're out at the park and you can just hit publish publish
2: publish 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 I what I what I do a lot of times, I don't have a listing that's older than 90 days. And I, I only have about 480 listings. So for me, it's more manageable. I think if you're bigger and you have thousands of listings, it's harder to do what I do. But every day I go through my listings and I see what's old. Um, it depends on how many watchers or how many views. And I'll end... My listing, if it has no watchers and it's not getting the movement I thought it would, and then I'll save that for those days uh, when I don't have something to list because it'll treat it like a new listing if I hit sell similar versus relisting, Mm -hmm. and I'll tweak it.
0: And we are getting close to our time. I don't like holding people later who have come on my channel. I want to make sure that we all have time for dinner before we go watch. (laughs) Um, But someone is asking how many listings do you do per day. Um, Well, both of you. Are you, I mean, how many are you doing a day? And is that Uh, like, you're making it sound like that is the biggest thing. Like listing every single day on eBay is the thing that's going to do it. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I think I've got another friend, she lives in Denver, she's a, um, a wonderful eBay seller, if you can deduce who that person is. But that person, she, you need to pick your consistency. So for her, what she does is she publishes, like for me, um, I like to do 15 to 20 a day, we'll use the number 20, right? So that would be times seven days a week, that'd be 140 listings per week. But for that person, they like to do all of their listings on one day. So that would be saying doing publishing 140 on one day. Now obviously she doesn't sit there and do them all in one day. She has built them up as drafts, or she has maybe a virtual assistant that helps her, right? Um, but she does it every Sunday and consistently that day. So what's the key in all of all of this? It's consistency, right? It's so day, Sunday. that doesn't mean one week on Monday you do 70 and another. Day, you do, you like, you have to just pick a, a whatever your rhythm is going to be. So, if you're not team daily list, then pick like if you're going to do Mondays and Thursdays at 70 and that equals 140, cool. But stick with Monday and Thursday and don't next week do Tuesday and Wednesday.
0: That's crazy that they care that much about because I've heard no. you list daily, but I didn't know that it had to be like the exact same number or like the same
1: day. Or... I mean, you want to be right if you want to start seeing consistent sales yeah which yeah that's what i want
0: and i'm sure that's what other people want and i know we're getting low on time so we do have a couple questions um in the chat and oh jacob changed his name thank you jacob i didn't understand his name i,
2: I want to just add one thing yeah, yeah, because um i i list pretty consistently not as much as you denali i list about five a day mm-hmm. now with everything going on i'm one of the rare people that do, does not have a death pile So I'm going through my house now. Yeah. Um, So when when things are back to normal and I can source again, um, that's usually what I do.
0: There is a question I want to ask before we have to get off. But if you, like for me, I'm very inconsistent. And if I have 10 items, I list 10 items. Would it be better to just list one item every single day? Because that, I mean, maybe not one, but like pick a low number because I can do that every single day instead of doing 10 on one day and two on another day and yes
1: i think so i think so unless
0: Unless i have 10 items to list i only list two and i do drafts for the others and then i have like doing the same amount of listings every single day
1: i would pick whatever is going to work for you so if you can say every monday i can publish 10 new listings then that that have that be your new normal but if you can't commit to that then yes i would take those 10 and i would do two every day Yeah. Okay. And I think, and
0: that's smart because I, there's some days that I can do 10. Like I told you, I can do between three and five. It depends on the day, Mm -hmm. but doing the same amount. Okay. Um, so someone is asking relist for sell similar
1: is smarter. Sell similar. Why? Because when you sell similar, it assigns a new item number to the listing. So it refreshes it in the algorithm. But if you hit relist, it's a, you keep the same item number and it's not treated as a new listing.
0: So if you were running out of things, I'm with Cheryl, I don't have a death pile. I, I'm i cross-posting right now as my new listing. But once that's done, sell similar twice a day or whatever my number is. would allow- uh,
1: Well, sell similar, yeah. But pick a number of like how many you're going to do. Like some people like to sell similar like five items a day or 10 items a day. Well, I guess,
0: like whatever my consistency is. But like, if I don't have new items to listing, I can do sell similars instead. Yeah,
1: that's an option. I mean, it's like the second best option to having... Brand new listings—it's not as—it's not as good as a brand new listing, but it's the second best option.
0: Okay. Well, I have no
1: inventory, So <laughs> Second best the the So you know, truly, if anybody who's watching this is a Poshmark seller and they have two hundred items in their Poshmark closet right now and they don't sell on eBay, man, you are sitting pretty. You have two hundred items that you could split up over thirty days and consistently list for the rest of your quarantine or whatever, split it over two <laughs> months or whatever.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I'm doing because there's 50,000 free listings that I got all of, I'm moving it all over 10 a day. It's much easier to cross post than to do a new listing, but I'm down to like 150. And so eventually depending on how long this goes, um, but it's not about me. You guys have shared some really um, helpful information. I do want to ask everybody in the chat to leave your Instagram handle, your closet names, it's shameless self-promotion. Um, this That's part of why we do this as well, as well as um, Eldo Joe and Cheryl. Oh, I should have said names and not closets, <laughs> but um, you're, it's just the way your guys' names on the chat are. Yeah. Their information are all down below. Um, Denali has amazing content on her podcast and on her YouTube channel as well on as well as on Instagram so definitely make sure to follow them over there um, and you leave, if you're watching this in the recording you can leave comments down below if it's something I can't answer I will make sure that one of these women um, gets notified of it and can come answer as well so I think oh I think we have one more person. Does that mean if you use Similar to create new listings for your store, you're not getting the same visibility than if you were would build a new listing from scratch? And I think you answered that. Maybe I read that after because that's kind of what my question was, right? It's not as good as if it's a brand new one. Okay. Um, I am going to leave the chat open just for a second so people can share all of their Instagram handles. If you guys were to give new eBay sellers one piece of advice or someone considering eBay, like what?
2: would it be? You want to go Cheryl? Mm. Uh, it would probably be just what we were talking about list consistently, whatever that number is going to be. Yeah,
1: I would say probably the same thing is list consistently. That's the hardest part. And probably the number one reason people say e- eBay doesn't work for me is because they don't put in the work. Yeah. Well, and I think it's,
0: Coming from Posh, it's different kinds of work. Like I put in certain amount of hours on Posh every day, but I find on Posh, you don't have to list every day. You have to be active and follow and share Mm -hmm. all of that. And so I'm that element where like listing every day, I can still see results without listing every day. And so I'm glad that you gave it to me straight. (laughs) And I'm going to, I don't know that I can do 10 every day, but I will find a normal to make sure that I list every day because I do, I'm slowly slowly seeing results, um, but I'd like it to be where Posh is at. So Mm -hmm um thank you everybody and i'm glad people put their instagram handles because i don't know the names between platforms and now i'm recognizing some these names. so
2: <laughs> i hope i'll well, be able to see that too because i don't see any of that uh,
0: yeah it's there was a community chat but when you go back to the video it'll be there um okay. So thank you everyone for joining. Thank you guys for coming. Um, Hopefully I see some of you on Blake's chat later. If my children let me eight o'clock is kind of a risky business time around here, but I will try to hop on. I hope everyone has a great night and is staying safe and sane in whatever capacity is best for their um, family. Have a good night.
2: Thank you. Bye.